Hands outside. What you need to do is explore the question. Okay, so don't. It's not just a yes or no. There's no right answer. I've got no grey matter, mate. It's black. <laughs> <laughs> it's black. It's dead. The only thing that's grey in my head is a bit that's keeping my heart beating and me breathing. Jesus Christ. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Comfortably Dumb Calling. We're back. Episode 27? I think so. Yes. Yes. 25-28. Just in case OJ needs to edit it. Because <laughs> we fucked up. We had... We were on... We were a bit of a hiatus, weren't we? We of, was ill. Of a week. Me and oh, Lewis yeah. got sick. I got the COVIDs. Lewis got COVID. I kept testing negative... Sounds um, like you've had it, mate, to be honest. I, I had depressed COVID. It couldn't be positive. <laughs> I t- mate, I tested negative on the days I felt better. So, that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, but when I had COVID, I was the same. So, I felt horrendous for four days. Hmm. And then I was tested negative. And then as I started to feel better, I... <laughs> 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 Sorry if I'm just smoking a cigar that George has bought with him. It's all in my mouth. Um, King Edward... Imperial. <laughs> and then, yeah, as I started to feel better, I tested positive. That's why you have to test. You have to keep on testing. <clears throat> I just gave up testing. Is it too Is it too strong for the test to pick up when you first get it or something? <laughs> no, I just don't think you're probably not that infectious, maybe. People have been telling me in the pub, so obviously don't take it for gospel, but they were saying that older tests can't pick up new strains and new variants properly. And so maybe. if they're a year old test, all our tests are over for my little brother when he was at school. Irregardless, I had a week off work. It was like a really shit holiday because I didn't leave my bedroom. <laughs> I didn't drink any beers. <laughs> I just played Mountain Blade Bannerlord oh every day. Every day. Virginity intensifies. Yeah, so that was cool. But all good things must go to an end. So it was shit. I still sound in my head, um, in my ears. Yeah, you sound nasally. You I nasally, sound nasally, mate. yeah. yeah and you, Lulu. Yeah, people keep saying, like, you're okay. I'm like, well, yeah, I'm fine, but I just had that nasty, nasty batch of COVID and uh, they, they kind of back away from you a little bit. This uh, hardcore immune system here, didn't get it, baby. Yeah. Oh, I did fall, it, fall ill. Yeah. On Monday. Yeah, what, what happened? Fall, up all night. Up little all tummy, night, didn't you? Up all night shit. <laughs> yeah, we're not. Shit food, I've been all night. <laughs> Holiday in cafeteria. Yeah. <laughs> and then I had a really bloated stomach and mm. I felt nauseous all day. I've only just sort of got over it. But it was a, it was a, its worst day on Monday. Do you think that's because you go to the gym and you try to train abs and there's a gun no. still inside <laughs> trying to like weave its way out and it's saw morning Lewis is on holiday and it's thought I want to be there. <laughs> no, uh, I'm no. not a doctor, so I don't know how it works. And I'm not a gym goer either. <clears throat> anyway. As you probably guessed, I've got hosting privileges this week, so... <laughs> That's why you stole it for time. Yeah, so I, I thought we talked about biscuits last time. And just to follow up on that, I was told with good authority that if a Kit Kat has... Uh, not... Oh, fuck, no. Well, yeah, if a Kit We'll go with the Twix. If a Twix got one finger, it goes in the biscuit aisle. If it's got two fingers, it's in the confectionery aisle, according to a man who works in retail. When uh, anyway, this when has been episode 27 of the Comfortably <laughs> Done podcast. We'll see you next Sunday. When does a Twix ever have a single... F- oh, like a- You know when you buy it in the multi-pack? Same with a uh, Kit Kat. 
two fingers, but you go to you go to the the sweets bit or the chocolates bit, and you get four fingers. We need to test this out. We need to do our own personal research on this. The man said that he was a he was a professional in the retail environment, and he pondered one day, why does he stack Twixes in two separate locations? Anyway, but uh, no, that's not what I'm going to talk about today. I've got bigger things on my mind than fingers. <laughs> Where are you going? With I just this, need mate? to wonder what it is. <laughs> no, uh, well, I didn't know what question to ask you first. Sorry. So that's, that's your first one. <laughs> I keep banging the table because I'm just very passionate about what I'm going to say. I want to. I want to ask you guys: Have you seen the new Tesla robot? I nah. know I talk about robots a lot, but no, nah, mate. I was going to research oh, it. Oh, but... actually, yes, I think I saw it on somewhere. <laughs> a debut of it coming out on the stage. Yeah, and it came out and it waved and it did a little dance. Yeah, man. Yeah, and then that, that one went off stage, and they got another one on, but they they had to bring him on. He couldn't walk. What, I don't know. What's he trying to achieve with this? What's what's his goal? He wants to replace jobs that are dangerous, repetitive, or boring. Working in his Tesla factories, probably. <laughs> well, building it, the actual motors, probably. Yeah, it, it just fucking replaces production line, wouldn't he? Well, one example he gave was like someone who washes dishes for a living. He goes, there's nothing wrong with it. He goes, but there's very few people that are willing to work an eight-hour shift yeah. for five or six days a week washing dishes then because what, it's boring it's repetitive um it's the same old question then what do those people go to do for work well they go on the dole don't they and this is the thing if the doll office is run by robots you save some money haven't you slowly yep. everything will be replaced as i've mentioned previously but the, the really interesting thing about it and this is where i feel like it's going to drive forward the conversation we've had on the topic a fair few times is that he his aim is to sell these robots for 20 grand each that's, that's incredibly cheap because it's cheaper than a car can I have one if you had $20,000 I wonder what the payback time would be on that well if you if you could replace a job that you had to pay someone minimum wage yeah, exactly so I was just trying to work it out I wouldn't be bothered mate imagine it having, imagine it hoovering and cleaning for you every week <laughs> can't buy that time 20, back, baby <laughs> Have you got 20 grand to spare? Uh, no, not at the moment. No. Not, Hold on. How much does uh, someone who does uh, washes dishes for a living make a year? But Jamie, pull up the figures. Uh, that'd be a minimum of 20 grand a year. In America, surely, that's not a lot of money in America, is it? Well, let's, let's just say for argument's sake, it's £20,000 here. So for a 23 and over person, it's £9.50 is the minimum wage. So how long is it? Uh, so nine fifty times eight times five. God, this math, times four. Math is making me horny. No, times <laughs> it by fifty-two. Times twelve. This math is no, making me horny. Don't do it. Times it by four. Uh, but it's sure it's the same number. Jamie, put up the spreadsheet. No, no, because there's not four weeks in every month, is there? Oh, exactly. Oh, that's. Oh, Joe, while he does do you that. do like business at uni? <laughs> well, you're times it by fifty-two to get it. While George does this, do you know what I did earlier? My mum and dad sells. Rit- rit out all my expenses and my income. Oh, no, I you didn't. A bit of paper. I did. You wrote it yeah, out. Yeah, you did, right? Oh. I'm sick and tired of you saying writ. <laughs> yeah, I wrote it out, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, had to keep, I had to keep changing those to get outgoings. <laughs> well, you need a little robot so to do that it, for you. Is it looking good, looking bad? Yeah, I mate, mean, it's well healthy. Well healthy. P&L's looking good. I, I've, well, by my calculations, I have not sparing, uh, sparing income. What's your disposable? 
two and a half thousand pound a month after everything. I don't believe it. Written it down, bro. I worked it all man. out. Went through my bank. Uh, petrol. Have you yeah. accounted for yearly? My petrol's on there. Well, have, you accounted, have you accounted for yearly expenses? Mm. Car insurance? Yeah, that's all on there. Every direct debit and standard order, I've written down. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's put it into my spreadsheet, mate, and I'll Don't, tell you, I'll give you the data. Yeah. yeah, to be fair, we should actually. Yeah, do that. Yeah. It'll, It'll be quite difficult because you're self-employed <laughs> and it's for payee. Only, sorry. Yeah, I don't. Have I any... need to adapt it to self. I don't. Pay Maybe you should build a spreadsheet and sell it to us. There's too. loads, man. A template. Is that? Fucking loads of templates. Yeah. Well, anyway, a, a, someone on a 23 and over person <coughs> who's on minimum wage and does eight hours a week for blah blah blah, blah, blah is 19. That, yeah, 19,760 quid. Yeah, nearly. So in a year, you would earn plus holiday back. pay. Plus potential sick pay, and tax, the robot, plus tax. the inconvenience of having to deal with their terrible personality at work, <laughs> yeah, <admit, laughs> their shit work ethic. Hold on, their lack of what efficiency. Was if it was just you in the bar with loads of robots, though. I think if because you love your job because you get to and chat beans to all your staff, all the staff. What's yeah. the breakdown price on this robot if it needs repairing? Yeah, mm. good one, Lou. That'd be huge. Maintenance fees a year. Right, but it'd be cheaper than fixing a car, surely. No. Yeah, because if the build itself is 20 grand... It's very specialist, isn't it? Like, it, it, he was talking about... I didn't really understand but the as long as if it was, jargon, as long, but... Sorry to interrupt. As long as it was under 20 grand a year, maintenance... Yeah, yeah. You'd be making money. I you? suppose you get mm. some warranty with it being and, brand new. And, like, it's not going <laughs> to doss around. It's not going to go out for a cigarette. It's not going to be It might be 100% productive. You. Yeah. It might become self-aware, mate. It's not smoking. It's not ill. <laughs> Just to blend in. <laughs> I, I need a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> we have defective models. They're yeah. called Lewis models. <laughs> yeah. yeah Dutch is vomit. Like, get me a pint. <laughs> <laughs> I, need, I need a drink. I do. Obviously, it's tricky, isn't it? Oh, charging time. If it's battery powered, you have to charge it, aren't you? Yeah, yeah they said one, the battery though. life is good for like... I can't remember the exact But you could, you could charge it Economy 7 overnight, baby. Does Economy mm. 7 still exist? Yes. In the current crisis, living crisis, is that still a yeah. thing? Yeah. Is it really? Yeah, you're, and if you, if you don't have Economy 7, you're a fool. Speaking of which, my energy bills have dropped. My electric bill, £20 nice. a month. Nice. They've given me some... Some rebate. Anyway, back to robots. <laughs> Sorry, Yeah, yes. back to bots. Yes, it would be unfortunate to lose the staff from my particular work environment because I do enjoy talking to them. And because it's a social job, that obviously spills over into the, you know... You can't Snapchat a robot, can you, George? No, but... <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Just like sending... Uh, like, uh, it, it, George might program one. Yeah. Like Snapchat. Yeah. <laughs> robot, pour me Guinness. Yes, George... Robot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. But there are plenty of jobs. I think bars will be the last sort of jobs to get that sort of thing. But I'm talking warehouse jobs. As, as why, a, would, why would bars be the last ones? Surely, like, it's pretty easy, isn't it? Yeah. They could pour, they could pour a perfect pint every time. People go into bars, could. OJ, for social interaction with other humans. Yeah. yeah. Uh, whereas uh, in the other side of the bar admittedly in an Amazon warehouse social interaction is frowned upon yeah, yeah, admittedly yeah, if I'd heard about a robot working in a pub local I'd be like yeah let's go and check it out and I'd go in there mm. yeah, everyone would wouldn't they oh, come be a novelty. on but I mean yeah if you just had one to like wash dishes or collect glasses or, or change barrels or whatever fucking I don't know all your, all your kitchen stuff gone all, yeah. your way, all the people picking up glass collectors gone yeah, yeah. just one barman just me 
the king of the robots. And you'd be depressed. How efficient <laughs> How efficient yeah. do you think these robots are? Do you think it could do like the cooking and the cleaning, the glass collecting? Do you think it could do both? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do you need two? Do you need to lay out well, 40 Well, you need grand? a couple. I mean, what like, can this robot do now? Did it in water plants. Was it just a PR stunt? No. They built one that's walking around the office and it's picking stuff up. It's watering plants. They're trying to teach how to use machines at Tesla. It, it's not ready for pre-order. Like, it's the second generation <laughs> compared to the first one they made and the third one. It's version 0.2. They're trying not to make it to version look, 1 yet. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. These are all the... The beta testers. <laughs> yeah. We're st- they're still out. They're barely even alpha at this point. But they're trying to make him human-like. So instead of like an R2-D2-looking motherfucker that's rolling around on wheels... Literally, it's going to look like ones on iRobot. Yeah. Yeah. Pre- pretty much. That's pretty much exactly... We're living in an iRobot Do you reckon they'll start putting like prosthetic skin on them and stuff, making them look human? Well, there are companies doing that. To make androids, basically, and giving them personality. It's so sketchy, isn't it? But I think... I was having this debate with a girl at work because I was asking her about it, and I was used Blade Runner as an example, which I know you guys haven't seen. But I've seen Blade Runner. Have you? Both. Okay. I've not, unfortunately. I'm very uncultured. Yes, you are, Lewis. At least you can admit it. I yes, I can. But uh, um, I was explaining the premise of it, which for people who haven't watched Blade Runner, so she's Lewis, uh, the main character played by Harrison Ford, he hunts down what's called replicants, which are artificially made people, like machines, I suppose, to do jobs off-world. And Repl- then he has to get... Replicants? Replicants, yeah. <laughs> and he has to track them down or whatever. And the conclusion, me and this girl came But he's to, a replicant as well, though, isn't he? Uh, potentially, yeah. Yeah. Yes, well, it's yeah, it's all up in the air whether it is or not. In, in the first film, I know the second one shed some lights on it, but I don't want to spoil it for the listeners. Um, but in that scenario, if you're going to make something that advanced, capable of thoughts and feelings and having emotions, you probably wouldn't use those to go and mine off-world in hospital, inhospitable environments. So it, all these science fiction interpretations of the future are always dystopian because it makes for a better story and i don't think i think we're miles off Off miles off a proper ai well it'd be indistinguishable from the real yes this robot's just appeared out of nowhere was there any um yeah but it's not it's not it's not sentient it's not no it's not practical yet fully practical no no as in it is practical because it can do all the things, but it's not human. It doesn't have emotions like a human. Oh, that's a robot, isn't it? You don't need it to have emotions. But, yeah, but that's what George is on about. At some point, you may get to one where he, they are, they do have emotions. He you just speak to them like, they're just like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clones. He, he just mm. he just come up with this, didn't he? On stage, there was no... <laughs> they sh- they showed no... a version last year, the original version. Oh, right, okay. I thought it was just like... just the, no, they're like, working on it. So the two... There's two challenges to it. First of all, the, there's the engineering side of it, having a human-like figure, because that's what they want it to be, like a human. Having a human-like machine being able to move and act like a human requires a tremendous amount of engineering because we operate with muscles. And they're never like very that. fluid, are they, robots? Their, their movements are not fluid. They're quite jolty. Yeah. If you want to wipe your ass, mate. 
You don't have a problem to rip you a new one. <laughs> well, these are the teething steps they're getting through. So they were talking about, I think he said actuators. I'm not really sure what that means. Yeah, but actuators. Yes. They're, they're like movements. Yeah. yeah. So he said like in a Tesla car, there's like a couple of them. But then in this robot, there's like 18 of them that do all the different joints and the hands and all that sorts of shit. The second one is the programming that goes into it, being able to walk through a 3D space, map everything out, recognize things. And they showed its vision, and it, it had obviously different levels to it. And it was drawing stuff around objects to show the depth of them, and that they were an object there. Does it use any of Tesla's autopilot system? And that sounds kind of crazy, but that can <laughs> that can detect other vehicles and people. Yes, is it have crossover, won't it? Yeah, yeah in terms of what they've so than a car, might be potential to transfer that, I suppose. Elon Musk describes it much better because he, the way he describes it in interviews, I, as a layman, do not really understand what he's saying. But he's saying that like it goes so deep because it's making patterns over patterns over patterns, trying to like find everything. But it does, the question that you raise, Lewis, then <coughs> is like, well, what's going to happen to all these people? Well, yeah, that is. The be all end all, isn't it, really, mate? Get someone left wing in. <laughs> I'd say. So that. they we could fucking pay for these people who can't work. If a robot yeah. replaces. Universal basic income, something like that. If a robot replaces your job, you should be trained then on how to maintain that robot. Okay. That's interesting. Not a bad way of doing it, is it? So the ro- Do you think that these people have the skill to maintain those? Well, I don't know. Anyone can learn, can't they? <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah. Do you, reckon, do you reckon we can train you to maintain a robot? Well, if that robot takes over your job, you could be that dedicated, assigned person to look after that robot. Any problems, mm. you're, you But fix. can everybody do that, do you think? Let's not it's forget. It's train you, it, bro. It'll get easy with Yeah, but time. not everybody could be a mechanic. Uh, no. And it took you four months to build a Lego bulldozer. <laughs> <laughs> and it's wrong. Yeah, it's wrong, yeah. yeah. You couldn't even follow the fucking basic instructions. You know what I mean? But, um... Well, there could be potential for it, mate. Things, and OJ, you'll be able to shed light on this. If workforces start being replaced with robots and then the labour become cheaper, would products therefore become yeah, cheaper? Yeah, that's the whole point of it, yeah. So do you, you think, want to automate everything because yeah. things become super cheap then because humans are expensive, like you said. So do you think it'll reach a tipping point where it's like chronic unemployment, chronic unemployment, and then it'll just sort of like start to balance itself out as less and less people need jobs? And automation becomes fully. I don't. I don't know too much about it in terms of in depth. But what Will says, I think you would have to just have a system where you, you either, like Lewis says, you either reskill those people mm. into something else. But if robots are taking all these unskilled labour jobs, even driving, even yeah. digger driving. Well, yeah, if you've got a robot, it's quite easy there. to automate. Yeah, uh, it's never going to go wrong. You know, not, you can't reskill everybody to be do. If the amount of jobs is shrinking mm. and the amount of people in this world is going increasing, it's no good. If, I think you'd have to have like a unit, but universal basic income. Yeah, no, if I agree. Every, if everything becomes so cheap because of automation, would mm. there be a point where the, it, everything just crashed because people wouldn't want to do anything because everything was just so cheap? You know what I mean? Would the people just stop and say, no, we're not doing it no more? Because everything's people would be too more wealthy, cheap. wouldn't they? Yeah, that's kind of what I mean by that tipping point. Of it will get to a point where people will just be like, well, I don't have to work because the robots do anything. Yeah, yeah no, they'll just be replaced by robots, won't they? They don't want to do it no more. Yeah, we'll get the robots in. Mm. I suppose it's never going to end, is it? Everyone will be replaced by robots and that'll be it. So it's your ideal solution, to be honest. I'd, I'd, I'd quite happily me and not Lewis. work so someone, a robot can do my job. 
Could a rope? I was just going to say, mine and Lewis's jobs are replaceable, despite the discrepancy in skill involved in doing my job compared to Lewis's job. Because my job's easier as well. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying. So am I. You know what I mean? Yours is obviously a lot more technical than mine. What about your job? It could it could do to some point, yeah. But in terms of part of my job is relationships, relationship management. Mm. Uh, a robot, unless it was an... Oh, I know, even if it was an AI, I don't think it would struggle. Don't struggle need any it. relationships if robots are doing it, do Yeah, they? if it's a robot on the other end... Yeah, I do know what you mean. Yeah, they could, Good meet, they could meet up and plug into each other. I, think, oh. I still think it'd be quite difficult. Dock me, robot. <laughs> Dock into me. I think it's still think... <laughs> yeah, I still think it'd be quite... Or it would be one of the later ones to go. Okay. In a in a pub, though, George, I don't think people want to come in and talk to a fucking robotic bar person. If they could... If they yeah, could I don't con- think I would want to. If they could mm. converse like a human... But it's not, it's, not about, it's not about the bar stuff, is it? It's about... Everybody behind the bar stuff, so the kitchen. The kitchen is replaceable. Yeah. In my particular kitchen, I'm sorry, girls, <laughs> I know some of you may listen to this one day, but you know it, I know it, it's, you, you're replaceable. <laughs> and and what, uh, glass collectors are glass replaceable. Glass collectors are replaceable. Might come to a pub where people don't need to go to the pub, you just fucking go on your phone and a robot can drop a load of beer to your front door. Yeah, you go out, have you? Uh, yeah, <coughs> I mean, that is kind of what it's like already with Tesco's being able to deliver you things, but people come to the pub for the social aspect. I think a robot barman can't, even if it could converse with somebody, it's not going to be able to relate to the story being told with them and then respond with a previous experience. So, like, someone might say to me about a uh, trouble in their relationship and then I can say, oh, I had this trouble in a previous relationship. But a robot's not going to be able to say that. because well, if it made it up. If it just made it up on the spot. Yeah. Yeah. Then, then wouldn't we not just be gaslighted? Yeah, literally. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, 3PO. That's really made me feel better. It would never be genuine. Yeah, what if you could feed robots your own memory and they could just fucking use, use your memory? Oh. But it would some of the like giving blood, but instead you give your experiences. Yeah, they could adopt. They could just adopt the conversation and find a memory that's. But there. those speech Ooh. bots do that already, really, don't they? Because they learn from other people's dialogue. That there's some bots that read tweets. That's what I mean. So yes. they're basically our sort of memory. So their answers are based on what other people have said before. <coughs> yeah. And their own experiences. Those particular AIs though are not as advanced as people think. No, they're not. No, they're just because they're just you, they're just saying what they think you want to hear. And Tom Scott did a really good video on it, and I completely forgot what the premise was. <laughs> it explains why they are stupid and why you can easily trick them. Yeah, I watched that same video actually. Yeah, about really. the suitcase. It was saying about the syntax of words. Yes, yes. And how yeah. humans and language has evolved, but robots haven't, and it would really struggle yeah. to get to that stage because a human can understand the nuances in language mm. that a robot can't. Yeah. Oh, he talks about something about a suitcase, a big brown suitcase. And then if you alluded to a suitcase with something else, a different size, it would take it literally instead of understanding it as a suitcase or something. Yeah. And I suppose it must be difficult for a robot to understand, like, idioms. Yeah. Colloquial metaphors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Or, like, we use words differently in different contexts. I'm trying to think of an example. Uh, <laughs> oh, I don't know. But maybe it could learn those, though, if it had heard them so many times. With the context of it. Because yeah. it would understand, oh, 
so-and-so said this before and replied with this. Mm. So that's the connection. Yeah, I suppose it's not hard to... I suppose if a human can work it out. Like, people, like you say, it's just really a, that dumbfounded I think it's the stuff. context, though. It's always the context. A human can understand the context in something. Exactly. Or, right. or, or an emotion Thanks. behind something. Yeah. Because right? body language plays a part, a role in, in conversation. Yeah, I suppose, like, if you call somebody a cunt, for example... It can go either way. Exactly, that's based what on how point. you're saying it, what you look like. If you're like got your chest puffed out and you're frowning, and you say you cunt, then someone's gonna, that old lady's gonna be really <laughs> upset. But or, if you go, oh, you cheeky cunt, like she might think, oh, do you want to stop it? <laughs> that's the same also in text conversation as well. A human can read between the lines, yeah. right? Based on the conversation, if it's a joke or not. I suppose that's why we use emojis or emoticons. Yeah, honestly, yeah, emojis are always. Because for me, I always think about this deeply, emojis are a way to convey body language. Mm. Yeah, yeah, they are. And when people don't send them and they just say like, aha, it makes me feel uncomfortable. Is that a winky face after that? Yeah, exactly. Is it an angry face? (laughs) I think you can tell a lot about a person about their most recently used emojis. You reckon? Yeah. I bet your ones are boring. Well, I don't mean they're like, I'm not saying like it's going to be eggplant water emoji. <laughs> <laughs> but like, just the, the style, I think, and you know, this is unfounded. But George, type your top emojis into the chat now. I'm going to type mine. Okay. We've gone way off topic here. Lewis, you need to fucking get on board. Hold on. Does it go on iPhone? I think it goes from top to bottom. Mine goes across. <laughs> I don't use many emojis, so when I get to the end, it's just ones I've accidentally pressed. All right, here's my top two lines of the emojis that I use most of the time. Sorry, I've said mine in. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to light the fucking candles. It stinks like cigars oh, everywhere. Fucking hell, AJ, mate. Got the little horny... <laughs> George, you've got the one with the... the... The dribbling one. Uh, the dribbling one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I said oh, that. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just said the top two two lines. But okay. the point is, it's like, obviously, most people have a laughing face. That just goes without saying. Yeah. That's my most recent, though, first. Yeah. yeah well, Lewis just... has got the uh, dribbling one as well. It's a funny one. Right? Lee, why have got the howdy oh. one? The which one, mate? The howdy. The cowboy, yeah. mind you. Oh, I commented on something on Facebook the other day, some lad robbing someone else. I put, I tagged him in the comment. I was like, speak up, cowboy. <laughs> He's fucking shafting somebody on his fucking car park. Not speak up, can't. Jesus. Right, have you seen, like, this one? Like, these are in mine. Uh, uh, really bad. We should be telling the view- uh, listeners what it is. That's what I use it with. It's for me? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice. That's a, that's a great meme. What, that is a great meme. What does that mean, OJ? It's for me. <laughs> Have you not seen that meme? No. Oh. Yeah, it's a fucking funny one. There's a really funny one. It's like, US goes to Afghanistan, looks at the oil fields. <laughs> it's for me. <laughs> <laughs> but, so if you look at this here, obviously like the laughing, crying one, Colon, capital L was the original one, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the laughing one to convey that you find something amusing. Yeah. Or that you're saying something in a playful manner. But what's f- what's bad is that I'll use ha 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 
and 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 the laughing face. Yeah. But it's like you're saying it, and then the little emojis you. <laughs> That's what you're doing. So whenever, I, like, the sunglasses one, I send that after dumb shit. I always feel like a dad when I send it, but you send something that you know is not cool, but you think it's cool. <laughs> just to back yourself. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what, there needs to be some in-depth research on the use of emojis, man. Because yeah. it's so interesting how it is able, it always interests me, how it's able to convey, uh, or it adds, it adds without words, mm. something to it. So yeah. it can make something more funny. Yeah. If you put some 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 clever emoji after it, yeah. like you're saying about the cool shades, because it's ironic because it's not cool. Exactly. It's extra funny. <laughs> yeah, and if you had none, it would just seem it'd just be weird. It'd be yeah. a weird sentence. Shit. Uh, what do people do before emojis? They just talk to each other, didn't they? <laughs> Mate, do you remember MSM? You used to type a word, and every word would be an emoji. Light but up. what were they called? I was trying to explain was someone it? to the day. Emoticons. Emoticons. Were they called emoticons? I used to call them emotions. Winks. But I think it was <laughs> can, can yeah, read. yeah wink. Was it winks or widgets? Winks. Oh yeah, winks. winks. They were like animated things that popped oh, up. There was a one used to knock on your computer screen, and like, yeah. people used to spam it, <laughs> yeah. and it's just like dunk, 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 dunk. <laughs> yeah. Those were the days. Um, but there's a correlation between the ones you use because I think, like, the eyes, like, looking to the side. They need to make a little face with that on because otherwise I think it seems a bit strange. But it just helps. It helps punctuate the sentence more than using punctuation. A frog and a cup of tea, I think that that's, like, none of my business. Do you know work emails? They should accept yeah. emojis, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> emails be shorter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do you know what's one I use quite sometimes? Is the one with the, the nails, the painting the nails. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I've ever used. Do you have to explain that one for yeah. me and the listeners? How would, and how would you put that into context? Um, it's like sassy, isn't it? Uh, well, uh, if you, assume, you just said something sassy, then you get the nails. <laughs> nail <laughs> this is what I mean about you can tell a lot about somebody by what emojis they use. Um, okay, so bringing back to robots, like if a robot could display on its face an emoji, do you think that would make people <laughs> feel more like... I'll be creeped out, mate. You know what I mean? You'd yeah. say, yeah. Uh, the dribbling face, like, what, what is wrong with you, robot? <laughs> you know, I walk into the kitchen and there's eight robots doing all their work and I say, I'm just going for the office for some paperwork and they all turn around and look at me and the laughing emoji comes up. Like, Tears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Verification that I'm funny. I'm going to go do shit. <laughs> It might have felt uncomfortable. Oh, mate. what yeah. robot fucking smashed the glass? The eyes come up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one of them. <laughs> yeah. And another one in the background pointing with the nail emoji on the face. I don't know how it would work. That's for the nerds at Tesla to work out. We're just here get to get the ideas. It's funny as fuck. It may be funny in certain situations. Mm. It may be a bit unnerving others. Yeah. I think the crossover or the problem comes is with these androids, replicants, whatever you want to call them, what you're talking about, the ones with skin on them, <laughs> they look human, they talk human. Those ones, the I, the uh, a lot of the driving force behind that, the market in particular, is sex robots. <laughs> oh, man. Right. It's so sad, really, isn't it? It is sad, but is it any different from a prostitute? Uh, yeah, so prostitutes are human. Yeah, but prostitution is a business transaction, isn't it? I yeah. know people go and they get cuddled and all that sort of shit, but the actual prostitute doesn't really give a shit. They're probably not even giving you their real name. They're not giving you their backstory. Their life experiences don't really matter. At, at the it's core, superficial, isn't it's it? It's superficial. Yeah. They're pretending to be somebody. Of course. And then you 
Now you uh, you just dip your wick, man. Oh, what can mate. I say? Yeah, Sleep with them. Dip the nib, mate. Yeah, dip yeah. the nib. You use their services. Business transaction, yeah. So that's all I got to say. No, it is. I, don't, I know what you're saying. So how is that any different from a robot who's just going to pretend to be human? And if yeah. you can tell the difference, what does it matter? That's what they say on Westworld. If you can't tell the difference, what does it matter? Yeah, that is true. Mm. It's still sad. No, the less it's just sad people using prostitutes. Yeah. <laughs> very judgmental yeah that is very judgmental I see a lot of things on Snapchat obviously. you know when you go and check look at someone's story and then it brings up all that other shit no oh like adverts no the, the other stories underneath it from like actual companies I, I never get that far mate no as, soon as, I, as soon as I finish I want the stories people's stories I just close off. it yeah. yeah yeah but hang on let me you're show not, you you're not forced to watch it mate <laughs> no I'm not saying I am forced to watch them what I'm saying is so if I go on that it's clickbait, See, bro. It's yeah, you ended up a subscription. I don't know. Yeah, you could, you could unsubscribe from it. And then oh, I never watched them, mate. And then it's just got here. You watch them? That's clickbait. Not religiously. That's how they get you. Yeah, but sometimes when I'm bored, and it's always... It's always clickbait, mate. And, yeah. it, and the things at the front's never in the story, and it's like... Yeah. yeah. I've learned... I've been bitten before, so I don't... A lot of it's just cosplay. But anyway, what's your point? I don't know. Buy them for time. <laughs> what is my point? Oh, yeah, there's some on there about sex workers. And I click on them because I think it's interesting to see their perspective. You know what I mean? And they're, they're, the stuff they're saying, I'm like, oh, you can see the sadness in your eyes. Like you talk, The porn star ones as well. And they've got Lana Rhodes or Raleigh Reed or who I think are porn stars. I don't know. They're talking about their life. And I just kind of think, yeah, but do you not feel... Or Alabella, Alabella Danger, or whatever the fucking name is. She was on a podcast and she was talking about how she started a scholarship for kids to, and she went to uni to get a degree after doing all this stuff. I'm like, yeah, surely it would be better to live in a world where our daughters and our mums and our sisters aren't. And I think robots could fill that niche. Yeah. But then... They'll be out of a job, though, then, those porn stars. Yeah, fucking get a normal job like the rest of us. It's a very big market. They make, they make Wonga. Financial. Yeah, they do make Wonga. Like, Riley Reid makes millions and millions. They ain't yeah, gonna, they're going to just get another job because they don't want to. That's why they're doing the porn in the first well, place. Well... We're going to get robots and only fans. We need to get a porn star on, on the podcast. could be really interesting because I've listened to a few podcasts with porn stars because, I'll tell you why... Maya Malakova. Mm-hmm. I watch a lot of Twitch streamers. <laughs> Maya Malakova. Yeah. Yeah, she... Uh, I watch a lot of Twitch streamers and she is going out. She's with a Twitch streamer. Oh, yeah. And did she she's do, going about all these things. Did it's she quite do a mould of her uh, lady gardens? You can buy it, can't you? It's a flesh <laughs> yeah, map. I think so, yeah. I've, I think she's on a podcast listen to... <laughs> yeah, she's done a few. And, so her, they're all, they're always, and her asshole. I think she moulded her asshole too. They're just really yeah. eye-opening. They all do. I think Lana Rose has been on, on a few. She's got a kid now. But, but, <laughs> but I mean, she was talking about it. It's like... I think relationships for them are quite difficult. Mm. Because... A lot of them speak about their relationship they had, and they're usually people within the porn industry, like producers, directors. Mm. Could you be with someone? I reckon I could. And they look like they're enjoying it. If I really it. like them. And they look like... like <laughs> yeah. act, if I was in love. They're acting like they enjoy it, mate. That'd be very difficult. Yeah, but do you not think if you were in yeah, love with them, Yeah, but a lot of them, them fall in love more. on set. Not fall in love, but like, they like find a connection with the other... I did hear, I did hear somewhere that like, I was a porn star, and they're like, after the shoot, sometimes they just have sex anyway again. Yeah. 
Because like it's fun, I was like. Hmm? I think for the most part, though, like How'd you have the I think that? people's view on porn is very skewed because you see these top like ten performers, say, who's always on these Riley Reed, Lana Rhodes, Mia Khalifa. She's. I don't think she's a porn star anymore. No, she's not. But she's always gets invited on. So it's same as Sasha Grey. She's a Twitch streamer. Now. But the, the point I'm trying to get across is, so we see the the life of these like top ten most successful people, but the majority of women doing oh. pornography are on these weird websites that we would never hear of. That getting just abused, yeah, making to do di- weird shit. Not getting paid, fuck all. Yeah, because you know why? Here's one for you. It's really sorry to interrupt. No, I was finished. Um, L. Brooke, who does a lot of OnlyFans, uh-huh. yes. but she's really big on TikTok. She was saying, as a new porn star, you get five hundred pound for doing a fake taxi. Five hundred. <laughs> That's what you get. Oh, Jim, is that that podcast Jesus. interview? Them two yeah. dudes. What are they called? Then I. I've seen it. Yeah, it's savage, isn't it? Yeah, it's I'd savage. do five hundred. <laughs> Yeah, big, and, me and Big John. You do look like a fat taxi driver, to be fair. I am Big John. <laughs> oh my like, God. I, I can't pay a lot. Uh, 500 pounds, man. It, it's multiple scenes. It's a lot of your day, a lot of your time. What's he f- in a taxi? Yeah, that's no money. That's not a sound, mate. 500 smackers will get you f- <laughs> 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 Oh my That's sound. Right, that okay, fun. but picture the scene. You're an 18 year old girl. You think you want to get into porn because like, you can see all these money that people make. <laughs> fake you go office, do baby. a fake taxi. <laughs> fake interview. You probably feel very uncomfortable, awesome. but you're doing it for the dream. Awesome. Yeah. You and then, also, the top ones, like you're saying, alluding to here, they have to do really heinous stuff. Yeah, they do some the fucking top. dirty shit. I think Sasha Gray's had multiple operations. Yeah, where probably. she's been damaged. And then what happens then if you don't get cool for the next gig? And you don't, and then the weeks go by, and you're just like in desperate. So then you take one for four hundred, and then you're doing ones for two hundred, and all of a sudden you've sullied your reputation, you've sullied yourself, and all you've got to show for it is a thousand pounds over. Thank you. Yeah. Over a year. And you're all on the internet. And then you fuck, and you're all on the internet. You've got no control over yeah, that. Yeah. Now, now it's going to make it difficult to get into a relationship. Do you know you? who George is on this podcast? He's fucking Andrew Tate. <laughs> I'm not listening to Andrew Chase, so I don't know what I don't Oh, mate, you'd, you'd love him. Yeah. Um, he's but, God, mate, he's God. Yeah. Um, he's He's gone off radar, hasn't he? No. Well, he's been, he's, he's, gone he's, to, he's got, got a podcast. He got, he got like, cancelled, but... To be honest, top I'm, G. I'm taking this Andrew off Andrew top G. I, I want to be in the war I don't room. I agree with a lot of his views, mm. right? But he, should ne- he shouldn't be discredited, because some of the stuff he comes out with... Is interesting. To Some of the boys tried to at work tried to explain to me. You sounded like a little bit like Jailbait Warrior back in the day. I think he's well intelligent. Just right? saying he's, outrageous stuff. He says right, okay, and I think yeah. I think we said this before. He says outrageous stuff. I think because he gets, back fa- it. he gets him famous. So <clears throat> a little question that I thought of that you can think about over the break if you want, just to mull over in your mind, ponder it if you will. Um, so you're going to ponder this? Yeah. So yeah. I need you to listen. What do you think this. about it? I'm listening. Lewis, do you, right. Yeah, but what do you think about it in the break? Oh, yeah. Lewis, I want you to look me in the eyes whilst I say this, so it sinks in. <laughs> Would the world be a better place if cheating never happened or if cheating was acceptable? Right. Find out after the break, listeners. So we're back after the break, are we? Yeah, we yeah. are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We are, we are recording again now. <laughs> George, so, hit him with it. Okay, so I'm going to ask you again. <laughs> yeah, okay. Right, would the world be a better place if cheating was acceptable or if cheating never happened? I will go with cheating never happened. Is that because you've got a girlfriend? No. <laughs> and she's going to hear this. No. And she's going to wonder what you get up to because on your digger. 
<laughs> right, for starters, how would cheating be acceptable? If just... Oh, mate. <laughs> oh. <laughs> right. Why do you always answer these things, right? Like, it's real life. Like, it, it, it's, like a hypothetical. This is, it's a hypothetical thing. Don't, that answer is not, oh, because this will right. never happen. All right. You've got to think okay. in a world where it, it, that, that is the. I think, right, if in a world it was acceptable, I think eventually, mate, it would come back around where it wasn't acceptable. It just would. It's just human nature, mate. Mm. It's just people. This is a good answer. It's, that is, it's just people. Why? Because emotions won't change, mate, regardless if something's acceptable or not. Mm. People do not appreciate that, ever. They but, never, ever will. But do you think, when, once something becomes acceptable in society, that people's mindsets change? Well, yes, they do. So the, the point I'm trying to get across you with might, it being acceptable is what I mean is that if you cheated would... on somebody, you wouldn't feel that hurt and the upset feeling and it wouldn't be a taboo in society. And you think you get those emotions, is what I was trying to get. You sort of get those emotions almost because you're told by society it's a bad thing. Mm. So if you, you're told you should feel those things because I know, it's a bad thing. I feel like even if society says it's acceptable... I think it'd still it'd still kill you somewhere inside. It would. Yeah, but you know, the, 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 the water would. buffaloes, mate. The males cheat on their misses all the time. Well, mm. They're not bothered. Yeah, if it, if it was acceptable, it. how many times would you cheat? Do you think? Well, I'd say in a hypothetical example, so you you're in a loving relationship. Yes. Yeah, you still want that support. You still love that person. You still want to be with them. <laughs> then someone gives you. Yeah. And I got this from Reddit. This idea came from Reddit because someone said, "What's the worst excuse you've heard for cheating?" And people were saying, like, what they've personally been told. And one of them was, uh, "Oh, she gave me the fuck me eyes." <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Just like as simple and clear as that. So you're in a club. A girl gives you the fuck me eyes. It's on. Um, and then you go back and. Make uh, coitus with her, and then uh, for, la for lack of a better term. But then when you go back and say to Mrs. Like, she's like, oh, "You got back late last night." You said, "Well, this girl gave me the fuck me eye." She goes, "Yeah, no, that happens, man. Don't worry about it." <laughs> right. So people could like, they wouldn't have to be restrained I, to doing it. I don't think you could fight human nature on this, mate. Uh, yeah, but well, it's a hypothetical list. You got to think. That's what I mean, though. You got to think. There's open relationships now in today's day and age. So this does happen. This does go on. I know. So everybody, I think, is in an open relationship. In the grand scheme of things, mate, if cheating was successful, the world would probably be in a, a real bad place. Oh, might, I don't think it would. There might be loads of fucking non-wanted children popping up everywhere uh, on one night stands. If you practice safe sex. But then if you mm. cheat, you know what I mean? If you cut hair once, you're not, you're not a barber, are you? <laughs> <laughs> so if you... If you <laughs> If you cheat once, hey, you're not a cheater, are you, lad? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. If you cheat yeah. once, you're not a cheater. Yeah, well. Okay, so let's look, let's explore the other side of it then, then if we lived in a world with no cheating. Okay, so oh, another... There will be a wholesome place. Within that Reddit thread were also people saying, not that I... Not that I'm saying it, but it's a good excuse necessarily, but instead of it just being as simple as I was horny, someone was DTF, they said like they were in relationships where the physicality had left basically or the husband worked away from home all the time and then they found themselves in a position of just needing some human physical... <laughs> right? So... In a world where there was no cheating, where cheating just didn't happen, surely people 
in this hypothetical scenario, would still feel that yearning to feel uh, a physical connection. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it was. But but if you're making that argument, mm-hmm. then Lewis' argument still stands. Then, in if you were able to cheat and it was acceptable, that you would feel bad about it. I think mm. in a hypothetical mm. manner, mate. I think a human human emotions on both sides of the argument would take over this. So, which emotion is better to to feel uh, from the person from the point of view of the person that cheats? I feel I feel like compared uh, to the person that's oh, been cheated he's, he's on. Oh, he stuck it. He stuck it. Away. Yeah, that's what I mean. Human emotion would take over both sides if it was acceptable. Mm. People would be like, okay. No, I'm sh- I'm fucking hundred percent. People will get sick of that shit. Like if it wasn't a savage deal breaker, it wouldn't last. <laughs> it wouldn't last long. It wouldn't last yeah. long, mate. It'd become unacceptable again. I'm telling you. Would people be more happy or in rela- in a world where cheating was acceptable? If cheating was acceptable, why be in a relationship at all? Because a relationship offers a support network, someone to raise a family with. You don't need it though, mate. It's bounce around. Partnership. Fucking yeah, but yeah, but there's no long term fulfillment from that. Like a. Do, like, do you- do you think... Cheating wouldn't be a thing, mate, if do, everyone had you, full-time, long-term fulfilment. Do you think... Yeah, but people cheat in long-term fulfilled relationships. This is what I'm trying to get at. Like, yeah, they're doing it wrong, mate. <laughs> <laughs> do you think there's separation between soulmate, your best friend emotionally in love with, and the physical side of relationships? That is a tough question. Because we've never had sex. Of us, never any with each <laughs> there's, other. There's different levels. But we still there. got a bond, I suppose. And, yeah, and you exactly. value that bond. Exactly. Yeah, you're asking the wrong person there. <laughs> you can hear that. Doom. Lewis.exe is start responding. <laughs> I don't know how to. Uh, I, 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 I don't know, mate. I honestly think, I think human In emotion- your current relationship, could you go without fornicating? <laughs> uh, yes, I could, mate, in all fairness. Because she's your soulmate. Oh, Think so, yeah, yeah, I know so. Okay, but if you if you find emoji, if you (laughs) so you're saying that everybody has the propensity to cheat, then people just don't act on it. So you do get those feelings. You have the desire. You have that desire. I think everyone gets the horn, mate. Yeah. So in that case, then would it be good if you could act on that? No. No, because then your relationship... And your partner, yeah, and your partner didn't care. No, because then in relation, you shouldn't be with that girl if you want to cheat on her. I, I don't know how to answer this. Yeah, how... Such a complex question. I mean, okay, well... It's good. My, my, head, my head's getting hot. Okay, so there's a recent article in the UK about a landlady that stabbed a waitress because Sh- allegedly... Shiv. Shiv, yeah, with a fish knife. <laughs> because <laughs> he had apparently called out the waitress's name during sex. And um, is that actually is that real? Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit! I didn't know that bit of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I was wondering, like, I wonder how people make that mistake calling people's name and sex. If cheat was acceptable, it might not have got stabbed. <laughs> well, yeah. There you go, Lewis. Shit. You know what I mean? Because there wouldn't be that animosity. Yeah. There like, wouldn't be that hurt feeling. Uh, all right. Carry on. What about you two? What What are your thoughts on this cheating? I don't know. <laughs> I don't I ain't got any opinions on it <laughs> mate he's such a double edged fucking oh sword. do you know what it's never gonna happen so it don't matter yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it don't, it's not real man. it's not real what do I think I thought I'm half blitzed as well which doesn't help 
Yeah. <laughs> well, quite a few beers. Yeah, I thought. I my opinion of it is that the world would be better without cheating, because then you can save that. We can cultivate the sanctity of a relationship or a sanctity of marriage. Okay, but then that has already been eroded away in society because people have multiple sexual partners usually before they get married and settle down. In fact, in today's day and age, it is encouraged to do so. So you can kind of think, well, before me, it's you find it acceptable and we we all agree, most people agree, I'm sure 99% of people agree that if a girl's not a virgin... <laughs> That that's acceptable. We accept that fact because we're not virgins either. And you're not going to then worry that as soon as your first relationship falters that no one's ever going to take you because you've lost your virginity. We've moved past that. So already society has moved in the direction of something becoming acceptable that previously was not acceptable. Comprende, amigo? Right? This is very deep. Where are you going with this? Where I'm going with this is that, like, but then we still get hurt by the, and it happens, I would oh, say, I fairly prolifically, that we still get hurt by the cheating. So that urge that people have to sow their wild oats, so then are you ever going to be able to remove that temptation? Is that not the base human urge that all animals have is to, to spread the seed? If cheating was acceptable, would you want to be in a relationship at all? Yes, because as I said to you five minutes ago, <laughs> the relationship offers a base. It's a support network. Yeah, but fuck that. You can get into bed with each other. You can watch Netflix together. You can laugh about the same jokes. Yeah, but you're not a re- and interest. You two are in a relationship now, so what, what, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I've had a relationship. Yeah, I know, but... I've had relationships. What's the point? What's the point? <laughs> What's the point? Because you feel love yeah, and affection and... Yeah, okay, now that. You can work... T- no, I know that. But you can work together towards a common goal. I think if cheating was acceptable, mate, you shouldn't be in a relationship. If you want to, fu- <laughs> if you want to go around fucking sh- uh, making love, getting into it with <laughs> numerous women, don't be in a relationship, mate. But but come... George is saying there's more to a relationship than sex. That's what he's saying. Agree. Like when I found Agree, it... but you're cheating, you're breaking everything. The, yeah, the, but the, when the I you're just thinking of this about of what society because society has made this rule, right? Talking about pussy. <laughs> it's it's not it's not something that is inherent. It, it's something that society has has made this you're you're only thinking like this because oh, cheating so, is bad. Your 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 opinion is based on the fact that people have told you cheating's bad. So then you're saying, oh, so you shouldn't be in a relationship if you want to cheat, right? It's not just, because that's what you've been told. It's not just the sex part. It's everything. The the, the trust, the bond, the... Exactly. But what's more trusting than someone saying, oh, yeah, sorry, I, I, instead of lying, oh, I was out last night, I slept with someone. I am. What's that? Okay, ask that question again, please. So what... <laughs> Is it not more trust is shown more by if you said to someone, "Oh yeah, by the way, I went out and slept with someone last night." Yeah, no. And then the other person was like, "Yeah, that's fine." You probably trust them not to do that. No, because if it was acceptable, it it, there's no you don't need that trust, do you? It destroys everything. It just destroys everything. Yeah, in the current situation. Okay, let me posit this to you. Then you're talking about the bond, the support network, blah 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 blah. Right, if you want to work towards a common goal and you want to have a bond for somebody and share experiences and you both get on, why is it that us three don't live in the same house together? Why is it that us three don't plan our future together 
having a house together. Right, exactly. <laughs> so all, for you, all of a sudden, all that stuff, and, and for us as well, is swept away because you want someone that you can potentially raise a family with. It's because we live in... Uh, but we want society, we live in society milestones, mate. <laughs> okay, well explain that to us. Well, get a girlfriend, wife, baby, yeah. house. That's how society wants to, wants us to be. So it? what you're saying is you're a puppet that can see the strings. Why would I live in so you, you Dosser? <laughs> <laughs> because we would sit and drink beers and smoke cigars and chat shit. I'll sit in your bedroom, though, bro. Yeah, but <laughs> I don't want that in my that's house. That's in your bedroom, mate. <laughs> it's spotless. Bath. Glow. You don't shower. <laughs> yeah, you don't, yeah, you stink. Yeah, thinking the energy bills. You cheap. bomb the toilet. Right. Yeah, exactly. So why don't I go knock up a triple bunk bed up in that spare room of yours, <laughs> <laughs> and we turn your bedroom into a gaming centre? Because that's not what we want on an emotional level. Because as good of friends as we are, we can't give that extra little bit I'm not going to cuddle you and kiss you and tell you things were okay well, you, you have done yeah Do one time but I can't be a molly all my life can I <laughs> I've always questioned uh, your sexuality <laughs> unlucky I've always, I've always questioned true is is it this is too much for me to answer it no, is. this is what I thought you think about it I've always questioned the practicalities of long term relationships mm. right because I wonder how many people who have been in 40, 50 year, year long relationships are truly happy. It mm. just goes, it, it just transforms the putting up with each other. How, <laughs> often, how often do people cheat on each other? I'd like to see the, the facts and figures on that. Jamie, pull it up. <laughs> Jamie. He's not and here. if it was acceptable, would people more, more people stay together? I suppose the only statistic we have for this is one in three marriages end in divorce, two thirds end in death. So, how, how how many of them do you think would still be here if cheating was acceptable? I think a lot of relationships that I'm privy to tend to end in some form of infidelity. People stray away, even if it's not having sex, it's messaging another person. It's going on a dating app just to see the potential out there. They're trying to scope the market out. I mean, they say that women already have met their next partner by the time they've ended with their current one. So people are on the scout all the time, aren't they? They might meet somebody and then think, oh, he doesn't complain about that particular thing. Would I be better in that? Do I gamble it? Here you go. And is the grass always greener, right? Mm. And so if you were able to cheat, you could explore that and then think, yeah, do you know what? My current partner's actually better. Yeah. One woman, or a bloke talking about women, I can't remember the context exactly, on that particular thread said that, <laughs> yeah, I think it was a guy who said that his girlfriend cheated on him to see if she actually had a proper emotional connection with that person. And the only way that she could find out was to <laughs> loads of times <laughs> to see if they were compatible. Not that I'm saying that that's acceptable in, in reality. But then if you tried to view it from her perspective and, we, you know, as a thought experiment thing, okay, if it's not an excuse, that was her actual reason and she fully believed that, she passionately believed it in her mind, would then that relationship not be ruined as a whole in the long run if she'd have 
person realize that oh actually no it was just might have been super, better it was just superficial and then you realize how good you got it yeah. i mean i think that honestly i think a lot of the cheating cases happens a lot yeah because how, how like unless you truly know someone for five years mm. or have an intimate like relationship in terms of just a friendship wise platonic how would you ever know that person's right for you? You are taking a gamble, ultimately. Yeah, it's always a gamble. If yeah. cheating was acceptable, would you two do it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course you would. Of course you would. Because there are times where it's... Do you not think he'd get you eventually? Do you not think it would? Not if it was acceptable. Th- this is the thing, Lewis. Like, it, yeah. if it was just... A, there if, are things that are acceptable now, my mate. my partner was like, oh, I don't really care. There are things that are acceptable now, but if you did them, you'd probably feel guilty. Like what? Uh, there's loads of them. Well, there's things we all do that we shouldn't do. You know what I mean? That we just... If you got caught, you'd feel guilty. Yeah, if you got caught, yeah. But if you're cheating on your partner, there's exception when you just told her openly. Yeah, and if it accepted, it'd be fine, wouldn't it? But I if would it feel was, bad. you don't feel bad for doing it. If, oh, if it was one of the rules of the game, though, it wouldn't be cheating, would it? So That's the thing. Your answers are based on your mindset today, but you've got to think. You're living in a world where your partner wouldn't be upset, wouldn't cry. There'd be no baggage associated with cheating. So you wouldn't feel guilty. You only feel, you're only saying, oh, I'd feel guilty because now if you did it, it you would feel guilty. Oh, I just honestly feel like human emotion would just, <laughs> I just do I feel like it would take over this. Yeah, but would you have any emotion to it? If it, you thought it, if it, not just you thought it was acceptable, it was acceptable in society. So your, if your girlfriend che- accepted it. If she was cheating on you and you were cheating on her, it's it's boiling down to my question again. Why are you together? But do you not think that human emotion is what takes over when people do cheat? It's that base animal emotion to, you know. Just horny. To if breathe, you got yeah. into this relationship knowing that she, your partner could sleep with other people, you could sleep with other people. So you wouldn't have that emotion of that person's mind, that person belongs to me going into it, would you? I just feel like you'd be living a solo... You'd be with someone, but it'd be like you're living your single... You'd be living a single life. You'd go home together, at the end, or not the end of the night, but you'd go home, you're both at home together, and you'd go on nights out or whatever, and you both do your own thing. But how many couples go on nights out, really? Loads of them. Yeah, but they're not going out every night, are they? No, like if you know, people have got a house together, they go to work, and also, also doesn't doesn't mean if cheating is acceptable, doesn't mean you can't go on a night out together and stay with together. Just because it's acceptable doesn't mean you are going to do it every single time. But you might do, but you might meet someone, or not not with your partner, and you think, oh, we've got a bit of a connection, we've got a bit of chemistry. If cheating, let's take it further. If it was acceptable, you'd tell me you wouldn't go out every time, like, you know, fucking whoever. No, because could. people don't do that when they're single. Yeah, it's, because you could. Yeah, but you give it Lewis, like, yeah, me and OJ are single. Doesn't mean we can go out every night and catch one every you, night. You're not doing it right. You know what I mean? Uh, I guess I would like to just quote uh, a philosopher. This is a fairly a philosopher of our time. If it's Anakin Skywalker, no, it's not. It's hard to pronounce. I really don't know. Oh yeah, passenger. You only know you love her when you let her go. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe it'd be beneficial. You've stumped me, mate. In this this current situation that we find ourselves in, I would prefer it if there was no cheating ever. Why is that? Because of the pain that the, the cheating. But would you think you would have pain? 
if it was acceptable. I think if That's you're in a relationship and your animal brain or your little brain, <laughs> being a little peen, wasn't thinking for you all the t- not all the time, but some of the time. It's big brain time. Yeah, I think that would be better. But then I think then equally... Uh, Even if you were going into the relationship knowing what could happen. Well, this is the risk. Like when I read these uh, things on Reddit, especially of like, I, I guess it's no different to reading some fucking magazine you okay. find in their hairdressers. Okay, yeah, like people talking about like nah, it's interesting. I was cheating on them and the examples, and I just like sometimes I can't help but like empathise and feel that man's pain for his, what, what his wife did to him. Yeah, it's good pain. That makes you feel good. It makes you feel alive. Well, I kind of feel like solidarity for him. I do with women as well, but to a lesser extent, it's easy yeah, well, you, to you myself yeah, in my yeah. man's situation. But I think, oh, God. And then you kind of get that thought that's mostly fleeting, but sometimes you, like, you know, you, you just kind of explore it a little bit. Like, you think, oh, if that could happen to him, why would I put all my eggs in a basket and risk that happening to me. And then it's that opposite of like, you, you're gambling on, are you going to be happy with someone all your life? But then equally you're gambling on, are they going to destroy you? That, but I've always said soul. this. I've always <laughs> said this. You can't go into any relationship with that mindset. You can't think You just have ahead. to trust them. Yeah. And be willing to accept you could get hurt. Yeah. I just, and I think also it also helps if you go into a relationship like that. Mm, I just think, do you know what? It would hurt in the moment, yeah. But at the end of the day, time's a healer. You'd get over it. Yeah. People who go into relationships who have been scorned before, and then hold that mm. have trust issues, don't make great partners. No, they don't. They let it go eventually, don't they? Some you have to prove some, yourself. Some do, some don't. Like you have people to prove who are like that. that, it's just. You it's exhausting you mean, you to don't, be able to const, have to constantly reassure someone. You don't know that person, do you? They're, they're going to have the guard up for a little while. True, but relationships are not like a painting where you finish painting one and then you put it in the cupboard and it's gone and so you want to look at it again. It's always in your mind. Your past is always there in this locked room and so it's ever-present, really. It's not something you can just put away. So when you start a new painting, you've still got that other one there to compare it to. And so for people, it's very difficult, I think, to, you know, create a masterpiece in this analogy. Uh, when you're staring at the... F- <laughs> the I honestly think I think people who are like that need to get therapy. Yes. Because they just make don't make good partners. They just really don't. It's so exhausting to have someone constantly. Where are you? Or you're out... Do you know how enjoyable it is for someone to just to go out? It's trust. Do what you want. I don't care. Mm. If you had your trust broken in a situation, would you be easily able? Would you easily be able to trust someone else again straight away? I just think you have to go into the mindset. Like, do you know what? I could get hurt. Okay, if it happened again, then after that, if you had your trust broken you just have twice, to do it. three times. You, you just keep. It's not everybody's the same. You just keep going. Yeah, you have to soldier through as hard as it is. But that's why it's good to have space between relationships, which I think is a mistake a lot of people make. They fall out of one and land straight into another one, and you've not had time to process your thoughts and feelings, okay. and so you've carried your baggage with yeah, you but you want agree. to go and check your baggage in and send it down one of those shoots from Toy Story <laughs> 2 and it will go away and it will eventually yeah. find its way in the airport <laughs> on the other side you don't want to hold it with you all the time I would say 
you know but what do I know do you think if you trust them in broken so many times you wouldn't you wouldn't trust somebody surely probably you see it in dogs don't you (laughs) (laughs) like they just they just have no they hate people but yeah how many times do you take you to have your trust broken before you think actually I'm not going to trust this person but also I think you also learn coping mechanisms no I think you learn to notice character in people I I just Mm. don't understand like a little bit of tangent. I mean, girls are like talking to a guy and a guy can tell they're of bad character. Mm. It's not going to end well. It's not going to go well. And they're like, no, no, sound. No, 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 it's fine. <laughs> yeah. And then they're always like, they're always <laughs> like... Nail painting emoji. And then, and, then and then they always go. And then it always ends badly. Mm. And I'm always like, did you not see that? Did you not see that coming? Mm. Do you not know his character? I don't know if it's just girls, it might be guys as well. I don't see the other side, but it just seems people are really poor at judging character. Yeah, they are. And I think part of the process of, if you have been bitten before, is to be able to pick up on people's character. Mm. Is this type of person to cheat? But you just said you just trust any. You just have to trust them. Yeah, and I think after, so you have to, that part of the process is you pick someone if you, if it's happened quite often, yeah, happened the first time, happens the second time, you have to think to yourself on the third time, mm. maybe slow down, really get to understand this, this person. But you have to put your trust in them, mate. I sp- yeah, yeah, but eventually. I, sp- I suppose if we were to analogise this, like it's like foraging for berries, isn't it? If you eat one kind of berry and it makes you sick, you don't eat that same berry again. You go find another berry. You still want a berry. You got hunger for berries, <laughs> and you get and you learn to recognise that the ones with red dots on the top. Yeah, not the ones. They're not the ones you should be eating. Yeah, they make shit through your eye of a needle. <laughs> but a nice little blueberry, well, that might make you feel pretty good. <laughs> you know what I mean? But they're all berries, aren't they? They're just different types of berries, man. <laughs> but berries. Also, on long-term relationships, do you believe in them? Uh. I think it takes great strength and commitment to make them work. Um, We're talking, I'm talking about 40, 50 years. 40, 50 years. From my experiences, I think the ones that do make it through are rarities. Um, But the ones that do make it through to fully understand the uh, achievement of it you have to also know what came before it. And I think very often the ones that are the high school sweethearts we both met when we were 16 or 18 and we got pregnant and stayed together, I think how they end up tend to be worse than the ones that are like, okay, this one had one past, this had another past, and living separate, quite varied lives of varied experiences, they somehow meet and then it happens. In my experience of talking to people, those tend to be the ones that are are the best. Do you think any of these relationships get to the, the very end? I think it changes when you get to 65, 70. Mm. Then that's a changing point in your life because I think you've got no other options. Yeah, you, you just accept your mortality. Yeah, and then you just and you, think, well, well, you've got no other options relationship-wise. probably difficult to find another partner. Mm. And uh, your life has got to such a stage where you're not really going out doing all these crazy things. Mm. So really, who you're with doesn't really matter as much. Yeah, because then you're just existing But do you think any of those people think back and think, fuck, I wish I would have chose someone else? (laughs) (laughs) Probably. 
Probably. I think that's perhaps natural. I remember Darren Brown, the he's not a magician, but the whatever he is, describing. He said, if you like, if you lay in bed at night and think, what the fuck am I doing with this person? Once a week, he goes, that's natural. Everybody does that. He goes, it's when you think that seven days a week is when it's a problem. Mate, I would, I would dread it. Mate, once sitting a, at night once thinking why am I with this person yeah. I think you think that once a week mate there's not something not right there no but you go through trials and tribulations don't you and I think it's how you go through the difficulties that help forge you know like it's like a, a katana for example in Japan they fold it loads of times don't they and each one is like the creation of that sword as beautiful it is at the end is a violent process and I think that if you can go through those waves, so to speak, you come out at the end as a masterpiece. But, but that's what I was thinking, because I was just coming back to the whole cheating thing and being okay <laughs> to cheat. I was thinking, if it was acceptable, would your relationship life be more enjoyable? Because mm. you're free chance to explore different personalities, different people. I don't think there'd be a relationship there. (laughs) I know, but you get plenty of relationships where they like, you know, like they see a Snapchat pop on the phone, like, who's that then? Oh, it's just somebody, you know, just somebody I'm friends with. Oh, why messaging them? (laughs) And then all of a sudden, the reason they're saying that, we've all been there, the reason we do it is because you think, is he (laughs) he trying to what was he trying to mm. and then then I think you kind it kind of pushes you more than into the clandestine sort of okay well I still want to send this person memes because they get <laughs> they get memes that my current partner doesn't get but I have to do it covertly because it will upset that other person and so I think people you know I saw another thing on Reddit where it says if someone's physically flirty at work like if they hug each other and stuff like that is that cheating and people in the comments like Bro, that's cheating, man. Like if they if they touch each other even slightly, that's cheating. And you think, well, those people probably have been hurt before, and so they look they're hyper aware for these signs. I think perhaps life would go more smoothly in the run up to the. Uh, I think when you think of cheating, you just think of just like your girlfriend having sex with another man. You know what I mean? But I, I guess it's that slow build up to it. What is the definition of cheating? Is it flirting with oh, somebody it's different else? With everybody, it's different, different with everything. Yeah. Like it's also on cheating, it's what I was saying about long-term relationships, is the fact that if it was acceptable, would it be therefore more acceptable to quickly change your partner? So I was just looking at the definition of cheating. An act of deception for trickery, imposture or imposition, or deception for profit to yourself. Sorry, what was the question? I was saying... If cheating was acceptable, do you think therefore it'd make it more acceptable for you to freely change partners, long-term partners? And in that yeah. case, you're, as I was saying, going back to your relationship, life would be better mm. because then there would be less baggage with changing partners and you could keep on changing until you found the one. Yeah, because you wouldn't have to go all in or all out. It's not like, okay, well, if I want to explore this option, I have to potentially risk everything. Exactly. You can just throw one little chip on there. This is what I'm saying. See where it should be acceptable. And it wins. You think, okay, fine, let's throw another chip on there. And you slowly move your chips over. And people are less hurt Mm. by you moving on to someone else. We're all just... Moving chips. And maybe people will be more happier in their relationships. Mm. 
But then equally, I do think like, oh, well, if nobody cheated, what does that mean exactly? Does that mean that people, once they settle down, they just form this connection where they don't look elsewhere? Do you think because in today's society, you kind of, you found one, but you can still open the options menu and flick through. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if, if that menu wasn't available to you, you just become blinded by it. It's like, yeah, when yeah. like a horse wearing blinkers. As soon as you find someone, you don't even think, okay, I'm looking elsewhere. And ultimately, I think that is the question, isn't it? Mm. If you're in a relationship, do you truly just have eyes for that person? Or do your eyes ever wander? Yeah. Eye emoji. If you get eyes for another woman and you're in a relationship, it... Is, does that mean that girl's not right for you? <sighs> That's the oh, question. Tricky, I just don't isn't know. It? I only have to go for a shit because I've got a stomach ache. Shall we just call it here then? We've been going on yeah. How long have we been going? I'm sorry, listeners. Like an hour and a half. My, my IBS is kicking in. I'm starting to twitch. Like, Jesus. Fuck. You're getting the poo sweats. <laughs> fucking yeah. hell. Slow anyway, back. I've been your host, George. Thanks for listening. If you have any opinions, uh, email us. If you've been offended... I don't want to hear it. <laughs> don't fill up my inbox with that. I don't care. I won't reply to it. <laughs> okay. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>